Did you see the the uh, interview where uh, the interview asked Bill, the interviewer asked Bill Gates about content on the Peter Pat's podcast might might not be a, might be not be applicable to all audiences. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did you see that interview? Which where, one? Where the interviewer was asking Bill Gates about his trip to the Epstein Island? No. Yeah, it's it's worth a watch. You know, Bill Gates was on that plane. Yeah, of course. Speaking of planes, we watched Independence Day for our Independence Day. See what I did there? Yep. That was yep. it. We, we saw it. Yep. It's my pick, and so now let's talk about it. This is the Freedom Cats Book Club podcast, a podcast in which sometimes we bring content to the table that is important to us, that we value, that is part of our core memory set. We bring it to our friends, they discuss it, and then they vote on whether or not our taste meets their standards. I'm Chris Plack. With me, Stephen King, Jody Claypool. It's Independence Day. We watched Independence Day. Let's talk about it. This is the Freedom Cats podcast. Meow. Yeah, I forgot how bad this movie is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, unpack that. So, uh, what, this movie came out in, what, 96? Five? 96. 1996. This was the first film. No, no, this is like the second film in Big Willie Summer, right? Back in the day, Will Smith, before he was slapping stand-up comedians, was a absolute force at the box office. This weekend, this weekend was Big Willie weekend. Every 4th of July weekend, for like three years straight, a Will Smith movie drops to melt our brains and take us away. You know, you had this one, you had Bad Boys, you had um, Wild Wild West was a Big Willie Weekend release. That one didn't mm-hmm. go so well. Men in Black was a Big Willie Weekend release. Um, this man was standing on top of the world. Yeah, I, I don't know about anybody else. I listened to a little Big Willie style this weekend just to get me in the headspace <laughs> of Big Willie Weekend. Um, so all that so said, like, I mean... Of those like of those Big Willie Weekend movies, I mean, this is a probably in the top of those. I would say, I don't know. I, we can talk about whether where you want to put this. If you put this in front of Men in Black or Wild Wild West or not, but for you, it didn't hold up. Is that right? No, 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 no. This is. I mean, Will Smith had not yet honed his acting chops. He 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 definitely was not the star. I mean, obviously, he he brings the audience. You know, he he got the tickets, sales, and all that stuff. But I mean, really, Jeff Goldblum was was by far a better actor in this. Actually, Randy Quaid was fantastic, right? So it's like, I, I don't know. I, I'm watching it. I'm like, this is so bad. He's a terrible actor. I can't believe there anybody. is. I did see more seams this this viewing, and yeah. I like you. I mean, like you. I hadn't. I haven't sat down and watched this in a while. But Stephen, what do you think? Um, I have to be on the, <laughs> the board with Jody, I think, you know. And oh, man, this isn't looking good. When it first came out, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Now, this has to be one of the last, like, big blockbuster movies that pretty much didn't use any CGI. That's what I noticed about it. It, it looks very low budget in today's It's standards. practical effects. Yeah. Yeah, it's all, like. It is a lot of practical effects. Toy huh? cars getting blown yeah, the way and stuff like that. That's pretty wild. Yeah, the the special effects. I mean, yeah, rough. I was watching it thinking, man, I was blown away by this. There yeah. was a time in my life where I was like, they blew up the White House, dude. Like, how do you? Know? I mean, that looks so right. real. Like, yeah, it's tough. It's kind of like you ever. I don't know if you ever go back and play like older video games. Not like old video games, but just older. Yeah, like, like the Sega. Uh, Mortal Kombat and stuff. Yeah, no, but that, even that's okay. But like you go okay. to like that PlayStation Two, okay, right? Yeah. yeah, where it's like when you played that in the moment, you were like, I don't know if I'm watching an NFL game or if this is a video <laughs> game. And then you watch it, you play it now, you're like, Oh man, this is a lot of this is a lot of polygons here. This is rough. Same kind of vibe I had with watching the watching this with the special effects. Yep. Um. Yeah. To your point, I mean, Will Smith doesn't doesn't. It, doesn't show up on the screen until 20 minutes into this movie. Like, it opens with Goldblum. It opens with, I mean, uh, 
what's his name? Uh, Harvey Firestein, I think, has more screen time in the first half hour than Will. Oh my God, I gotta talk to my lawyer. You know that yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 like yeah, he's yeah, on yeah. the he's in the movie like way more than <laughs> Will Smith is in the first hour. Thank yeah, you. Thank yeah, you. I was working cool. on that. Yeah, I might do the rest of the podcast. As I <laughs> Stefan, what did you think? Um. So yeah, and this is there were a lot of things that showed the 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 Randy Quaid. That whole storyline, yeah, they pay out. <laughs> Randy Quaid and his family, which not, I mean, family gets a lot of screen time. Doesn't really do anything. I don't really know why the family's there. I mean, it all that's a, there's a lot of payoff just for Randy Quaid just to for that one scene at the end. So I, I, it feels like a waste, but I also kind of respect it because like Randy Quaid actually turned out to be that guy. I don't know if you know, Randy Quaid's lost his mind. No, in real huh? life recently. Yeah, he lives in a, like a trailer out in Vegas. And it's oh, no not, kidding. Yeah, it's not going good for Randy. <laughs> it's not going well. Um, like, is it strange that Will Smith's character finds out about the aliens by getting the paper the next morning? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was lazy writing. Like, I was just like, this guy finds, the, finds out this way? Like, at that point, the thing's been out there for a while sending messages they send out the things mm -hmm. will smith is such in his own little world in this movie <laughs> oh man there's an alien out there like what aren't you in the, aren't you like a fighter pilot like shouldn't you have been like notified before this that was just one scene i saw in the movie mm. jody what about you yeah same same yeah it, there there were a lot i, I actually liked the randy quaid storyline I did because they needed to build up that character's uh, the attachment from the audience to that character before he yeah. sacrificed himself. So I understood why they did it, um, and I thought that his family being like this, you know, struggling group of kids just trying to hold it together while his dad's crop dusting the wrong field, and you know, okay, help me out. This is Chris didn't grow up in an agricultural yeah community. What is he doing? So they, if you are driving around town here, you'll see this little yellow plane flying around, zipping and diving. It looks like he's doing acrobatics. What he's doing is he's spraying fields with pesticides. Okay. And what, it keeps the uh, insects from decimating the crops. And, a and, and it's an easier, cheaper way of doing it than driving a tractor down the field. So and there's a lot. Of so you're saving money with the plane guy. Yeah. yeah so you hire the plane cover guy. Cover a lot more ground more quickly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not a so dust. I mean, he's dusting the crops with pesticides. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it could be it can be in any number of things. I think uh, pesticide, herbicide, um, fertilizer okay. type stuff. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of figured that's what was going on, but the, the people that dry or how that likely fly is those? Yeah, are insane. Yeah, like they're just. If you're like, okay, Randy Quaid is <laughs> pretty accurate. It's like the caricature of what I imagine these people to be. I I grew up. My dad actually still does uh, plane repair. He takes care of some of the crop dusters. Okay, and there's people that have gotten their tail, their vertical surface tail, uh, caught in a power line before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys are going like they have to have special permits to do it as well because they're flying like hundred feet off the ground. Um, have you ever seen yeah, the little, the little yellow planes around here? That's Mostly like uh, Pearson area stuff like that. They're fascinating. But, like I, I I enjoy watching them fly around. Um. So like, what's your player rating as a pilot if you're a crop duster? Uh, so like you know Tom Maverick giving him a player rating of a hundred, right? Like he's you know he's nuking the bad guys, yeah. right? So that's a hundred. What's your player rating as a pilot if you're crop dusting? In all honesty, like knowing level of difficulty, I would put him right up there with them. Honestly. Crop dusters equal yeah. with Maverick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot that can happen when you're, you know, 25 feet off the ground, going 150 miles an okay. hour. Okay. You know. Okay. No, no. I'm I'm just saying that's what Maverick does in his retirement. Like that's who you're crop yeah. dusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a good storyline. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I was gonna say there's a lot of instrumentation that goes on at the level 100 that I can't imagine is on a crop well, duster. Uh, imagine doing the same thing in a crop duster that you do in a fighter jet without the instrumentation. Uh, I've seen the end of Independence Day. I I get. Yeah. I know where you're going yeah, yeah. with this, and I. So so okay. So that brings up an interesting point because I did feel like, okay, you guys are telling me that the crop duster Randy Quaid can now fly the F whatever's F15. But yeah, those. You're saying that I, wasn't as it was much. It was an F-18, but okay. It was? Yeah. Right. See, that's why I see. That's why I said whatever. I I, I embraced me not knowing it. You're like, you just came in there with all the confidence in the world. It was 18. I, I assumed the crop duster was a retired. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what was implied. That's what, yeah, said he was in Vietnam. It. So <clears throat> he would have flown like F-86s at that point or F-4s, which are not going to be a whole lot different than F-18. He could also be saying, I mean, he, he could just making make, shit up. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. F-25 and S-2. Bingo. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So you're saying that's not as much of a stretch as I think it is. No, I mean, that probably really crop duster guy could fly the big old. Learning the monkeys. instrumentation would be the hardest part, but if he already had flown jets, then. Okay. Probably not too far off. Right. Cause it kind of felt like a Michael Bay thing. Cause this is a Michael Bay film. Right, and he or it's that product that group. Like he also does like the Armageddon thing, where in Armageddon they decide that they're going to teach oil workers how to be astronauts, right? Instead of teaching astronauts how to drill for oil, <laughs> because that feels like that's easier to do to me. I don't know the transition. From I mean, I've met. I, I, yeah. I've known a lot of oil workers in my life, and you know what? It just maybe seems easier to teach an astronaut how to do their job than the other way around. See, I thought this was a Michael Bay movie, but they, he didn't have that, like, vixen character that he has in every single other one of his movies in this. It was kind of out of character for him. You know, Armageddon had Liv Tyler. Well, you have stripper mom Vivica A. Fox. Yeah, it's, it's that's that panning shot, like, upwards from the backside yeah. or whatever to yeah. hair blowing in the wind. That was not in here. That's fair. Vivica A. Fox in this movie. Kind of, uh, there's a lot of storylines in this movie that I'm like really feel extra in this. Yeah, and the whole Vivica A. Fox with the kid and the dog thing, like, really all she's there for is to get the first lady to safety, right? I mean, that's yeah. the core of her character. Because even like Will Smith is like that. How about that dolphin engagement ring? By the way, man, what better way to say I love you? Pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So bad. She got to think for, I don't know, she got to think for dolphins. I don't know. <laughs> well, Harry Connick Jr. actually did a really good job in this, too. He is the man. Yeah. Harry Connick. Harry Connick Jr. Like, that is somebody, I don't think he, there's anything he hasn't done that I don't love. Like, every time I see Harry Connick Jr., I'm like, hey, it's Harry Connick Jr. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm a Leo in the, that Leo Leonardo DiCaprio meme. From once up, like, whoo, whoo, that's him. I love that guy. He's great in this movie. And again, yeah. Kind of proves to maybe we were wrong about Will Smith all this time. Harry Connick Jr. wipes wipes Will Smith off the stage every time yeah. those two uh -huh. share a scene. Harry Connick Jr. is just going to town, feasting, taking just he, he's driving the lane, he's shooting threes, he's doing everything while Will Smith is just catchphrases. Yeah, an attitude. I mean, he's got like I in certain. Scenes, it would make sense if he had that kind of aggressive attitude, but he had it the whole time. He was very uh, one-dimensional character in this. I just thought he did a really bad job watching it again. You know, I'm sure at the time I was watching, I was like, Stefan, this Guarantee is the you coolest were. thing. Yeah, this is the coolest Guarantee thing ever. Was Harry Connick uh, actor or musician first? Musician. Musician, musician right? first? Okay. His music's great. Mm -hmm. yep. I love his music. Did the uh, soundtrack to When Harry Met Sally, I think. Oh, okay. That's when I first, great movie, by the way. If you guys, if you guys want to do When Harry Met Sally anytime. It's... No? Okay. Huh? We'll put it on if the you want to do it, bring it. You know, if we're going to start going down the romance, comedy. Ah. Hey, I got no problem with rock. I got no problem with Sleep doing in rock. Seattle. And we're going to do that whole, Harry we're going to do Sally. the whole Meg Ryan we'll run. Do she, talk about a run. Yeah. Talk about a run. Rom-com. She was dominant queen. in her, for like oh, yeah. eight years, just hits. Yep. Yeah. Did your view of Will Smith, did the slap affect your view of Will Smith in, the, in a rewatch? No. 
Nope. No, not at all. Because I'm like you. I definitely was like, man, I remember him being way cooler in this. Like I, like I remember him being way cooler. And I wondered if it was because, like, it's turned out he's just a big old beta. And no, because I think I, if I watch Bad Boys or Bad Boys Two, I don't think that affect. I haven't seen. Viewing. I haven't rewatched any of those recently. I, this is probably my, yeah. my first. Like, I'm going to sit down and watch a Will Smith movie. Here we go. Yeah. And yeah, you know, and Bad Boys though, his one dimensional character makes sense. You know. Yeah. Because so he's so, got Martin Lawrence there. That's right. To like, yeah, he's got a foil. Yeah. I mean, he can definitely act. Will Smith can act. I mean, I've seen. I mean, Pursuit of Happiness. Forget about it. That movie gets. I, oh I, yeah, I'm done. Tear. Yeah, yeah. Or the movie, the first movie he did, Six Degrees of Separation, which like he, I don't know if you guys have seen that one, but like he, he's uh, conning in this movie. He's like conning these parents into thinking he's a friend of their sons, and he gets all this money for it. It's a really good movie, and mm-hmm. that was like the first thing he did. So he can act. This though feels like this feels very calculated and it's, i think it is it's michael bay i mean but i mean just for will smith like this is oh. like i'm doing an alien movie this is what you do gotcha. to be a star like this doesn't feel like this is the whole thing feels very like i'm going this is the movie i'm gonna do i'm doing an alien movie i'm gonna be a star this feels like it's a vehicle for him to be a, a star and it was it was yes. was was this the movie he passed on for matrix no, that was, I think that was Wild Wild West. Oh, was it really? I think so. Oh, Lord. I think so. But you know what? I don't think he's good. I, I'm i okay with that because I don't think he's. I, I he wouldn't have been a good Neo. Yeah. Just like uh, he passed on Django. And I think that yep. and there's a world where there's a multi, in the multiverse, there's a universe out there where Will Smith is the Jamie Foxx character in Django Unchained. Oh, that'd be rough, I think. That would be rough. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is a he is fantastic in that movie. Yeah. So are we saying that Will Smith is like Nick Cage and a few others that they just play themselves in every single movie? Wow. I I think you're right. Will Smith can act. He he does have the ability to be a dynamic actor in the right films, but in this particular in Independence Day, <laughs> he was totally one-dimensional. But I th- yeah. But at the same time, though, like, there is that level. Like, so let's take it back to Tom Cruise for a second. Yeah. Tom Cruise is a movie star. Yeah. He is yeah. not an actor. Is when, I, when I saw Top Gun Maverick, like, Tom Cruise, I'm like, I'm, I, I buy fully into, he is flying that plane right now because that is Tom Cruise. <laughs> like, and, like, and we see all the things. So like, I saw, I, saw, uh, I saw a screenshot last night of the new Mission Impossible, and he's literally hanging, like, there's a biplane, and he's hanging from it. There's no pilot, and it's Tom Cruise, like, hanging outside of this thing. And he, I, guarantee, I guarantee he climbed back into it and went on to fly it. Did he? Probably not, but I believe he did because it's Tom Cruise, <laughs> you know? So he's like, Will Smith flirted with that level for a number of years yeah. where it's like, I think you have his actor movies, but then you have like his movie star vehicles. And I don't know. I don't feel like this one, this doesn't feel like it has legs. Like there are certain movies that you will, like Star Wars, I think. I'll use Star Wars, the first one, right? As an example, that has legs. That lived, I mean, we're 50, 60, yeah. we're coming up on 60 years since that movie came out. And I will show that to my kids. And I think it has the same, it holds, it has that value. It had the same value in 2022 that it did in 1977. Yeah. This movie doesn't have those legs. Agreed. Why do you think that is? Because they're trying to, they're trying to hit that mark, right? Every summer movie since 77 has tried to do what Star Wars did. This one's definitely trying to. It's aliens, it's spaceships, it's they would have loved to have rattled off six Independence Day movies and and sold all the toys and sold all, you know that they, they would have loved to have done that. It didn't happen for whatever reason. Why doesn't this resonate? I think it comes off as dated in all reality. Like they set it at a Star Wars works on a timeless level, uh, probably same way that like Lord of the Rings works on a timeless level because we can imagine, uh, you know, a galaxy far, far away that we can't actually personally relate to on a day to day basis. When you're when you're looking at a screen and they're picking up a corded phone, yeah, like, 
we talked about this in one of the other episodes where we're like kids. Uh, was it Forrest Gump? Where just we can relate, or oh, our oh, parents we, can relate, but the kids have no clue what's going sure, on. Sure, with Jenny's AIDS, like we yeah. when we saw it in the '90s and early 2000s, it was oh, because they don't actually just say she has AIDS, but we're right, like right. oh, right. We we knew then the wink wink, but now it's the wink is different. Like right. it's not a you know, and I think yeah, it's a good point yeah, yeah. though. I get what you're saying. Yeah, what do you think? I think they were definitely shooting for that. They want. I mean, even after it came out. The, I think the goal was to reinforce that Independence Day is the 4th of July movie. So kind of like Die Hard is the best Christmas movie. Fourth uh, Independence Day will now be the best 4th of July movie. What? Yeah. It just fell. Uh, it, it it doesn't hit because it's just so bizarre. It's a bizarre film. It's, it's you know, you like you said, there's aliens. You know, you got a dog just jumping out of the way of a giant fiery tunnel blast, yeah. which is a t- that was such a terrible t- scene. Why did they include that scene? Because I guarantee you, in 1996, people were screaming at, that summer. We we're like screaming in the theaters, like "Yeah, Boomer made it!" Like, yeah, <laughs> that was such a terrible scene. Uh, I, I I don't know why I was expecting Jack Black uh, in that the trailer, uh, the like caravan park but i kept thinking oh jack black's gonna be on here jack black's gonna be on here and like wait that's mars attacks oh that's right no <laughs> I, right. I was looking you're for him right. to be one you're of right. quaid's I forgot, kids I you know about that. i was like totally oh right. he, you're totally right. it's gonna be skinny jack black and then i'm like oh wait it's not it's not oh. it's a different movie and i think you're right i think because when they they were definitely when they made the movie trying to put it uh contemporize it right like this is a this is a movie of the '90s, right? But then, yeah. like, you watch it now, and it's quaint. Like, yes, yes. You know, when, there's a let's say, you know, why do you have a beeper if you're never going to answer it? Like, yeah, a, a what? What the heck's a beeper? Um, and the uh, like, the Mac that Jeff Goldblum uses to hack into the alien technology, like, yeah, couldn't play Netflix now. Like, I mean, it's yeah i mean yeah it's it's it, i i think you're right i do i do think that's a problem um yeah what is the quintessential what what is the fourth of july movie this we is were actually we were talking about this at the brewery this weekend because we were playing movies and like we were trying to go through all these fourth of july movies or things that you associate with fourth of july so we did you know uh league of their own uh, Sandlot, because of course baseball. Um, trying to think of some of the other ones. Oh, Born on the Fourth of July. Speaking <laughs> of Tom Cruise, uh, nothing like watching a guy rot in a VA hospital, <laughs> right? Uh, but anything that has fireworks, we we argued. Speaking of Star Wars, for the f- first Star Wars movie, it should be included as a Fourth of July movie because it does have fireworks in it. Okay, when the Death Star blows up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jody, Fourth of July movie. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I would probably say Independence Day. Okay, but <laughs> that's just because that that's how they positioned it. So for me and mine, I mean, it's Jaws. Jaws is the ultimate Fourth of July uh, movie. Jaws. Yeah. Happens over the Fourth of July. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I didn't even think about we're not, that. We're not going to close the beach on the Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's... Fourth of July is uh, much harder to pigeonhole for movies as opposed to Christmas, for sure. whatever reason. Yeah, they never made it to, like... Remember when they were doing those awful romantic comedies about holidays? Yeah. Like, New Year's Day, Valentine, yeah. Arbor Day. Like, they never made it to... <laughs> Arbor Day. They never made it Fourth of July. That would have been... Um, Fourth of July, where, where, where does that rank on your holidays? I'd put it right up there. It's one of the... Best just being out. It makes the most sense to me as a holiday. It's it doesn't have the the hallmark. I mean, it's a little bit hallmarky, but it's not as hallmarky as let's say Valentine's Day. So it actually makes a lot more sense because more, there's meaning yeah. behind it. It's more of like a Budweiser holiday. Yeah, yeah, Miller Lite. Like brought to you by yeah this yeah this, yeah this was yeah. if yeah oh, that's a fun game. Like, what company would sponsor what holiday? Like, <laughs> Fourth of July is definitely sponsored by a beer company, right? For sure, hundred percent. But it can't be like a no offense. It can't be like a craft, you know. Brewery no, no, beer. no. It's got to like for the guys very much, you know. 
It would not be bush light. Bush light skips over the. It feels like Budweiser. I mean, Fourth of July does yeah. feel like a Budweiser holiday. Like, yeah, it's a. It's definitely a Budweiser holiday. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it's it's up there for me. I mean, I'm I'm big on the the gluttonous holidays. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Fourth of July. I've had. I mean, this weekend it's been hot dogs and hamburgers everywhere you go. It's fantastic. Yep. Yep. They're just there. Went to First Friday, hot dogs and ha- just there. Went to somebody's house, hot dogs and hamburgers. I mean, it's just, it's a glorious, but yeah, it's got it's to be top top three. Yeah. I do enjoy German food on an American holiday. Right? That's for sure. 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, any fourth, what's your, uh, what's your go-to Fourth of July song? Uh, Lee Greenwood's. Yeah. I don't know that I have one. No. Like one particular Fourth of July song. America the Beautiful, Ray Charles, classic. That's oh, a good one. That's a good one. Most people go to the Boss. They like the, which is which is always fun. Which is always there's always that level of irony. Which is it's also very American to play that song because mm-hmm. like if you listen to the lyrics, there is nothing patriotic about that song at all. But people still play it. Yeah, like, yeah! <laughs> it's like. You know, the song's about, like, going to Vietnam and then not you know, losing your job yeah. and not being supported by your country. And I mean, is the uh, 4th of July mix much different than, like, the Forrest Gump soundtrack? Isn't that, like, the 4th of July mix, pretty much? <sighs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, right? I mean, I mean, it hits on a whole lot of that. Yeah, sure. I mean, I've, I've heard a lot. I've heard some Fortunate Son this weekend. Yeah. All yeah. along the Watchtower, <laughs> like that. That generation, yeah, is that ironic as well that the uh, the hippie generation has become synonymous in music with Independence Day, patriotism? Yeah, is that ironic? Because weren't they all about like freedom? Like we just want to be free, man. We just want to do live our lives. They were kind of like the libertarian, like the easygoing libertarians. <laughs> The the sixties porcupines. The hippies. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, free love, man. Yeah, free love. They it, they were really just framed by by media and the government as like these anti government people. I always think about like the teacher at the being dazed and confused. Like, remember when you're oh, dazed and confused? That's a Fourth of July movie. Ah, okay. Remember when you're celebrating the Fourth of July this weekend? You're celebrating a bunch of rich aristocrats that didn't want to pay their taxes, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't untrue. Um, all right. Well, what about Bill Pullman in this movie? Fantastic. Po- I mean, po- probably the greatest movie president of our lifetime. This was, this was kind of his era as well, wasn't yeah. it? Bill Pullman was in a bunch of stuff by this time. And I liked, I liked how they, they uh, positioned Jeff Goldblum's character relative to Bill Pullman. Like yeah. they built a little storyline there, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was a good storyline too. It's like he thought his wife at the time was having an affair with him, so decided to fight him. Right. That's a total like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> high school bully. Which, by the way, were, what thing. was she? She totally was, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. More than likely. 100%. Like, yeah. they painted, like, yeah. Jeff Bullbloom was crazy, but no, he was, come on. He yeah. was right. Yeah. He was right. Um, yeah, Goldblum is strong in this. Uh, do, uh, do you like, the, I mean, there's, I mean, the answer's obvious, but I'll play. Uh, Independence Day Goldblum or Dr. Ian Malcolm? Ian Malcolm. Yeah. I mean, I guess sure. the fact that I know that character's name and I don't know this guy. I, he's Yeah, what is his character's name in Independence Day? Don't know. Just nerdy repairman guy? Yeah, Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Is he playing Doctor Egan Malcolm in this? Is there no. kind of no, a little bit? There's some vibes there, but Malcolm has more of a confidence. Like he's like the Fly Goldblum or Ian Malcolm Goldblum. Ian Malcolm Goldblum. Yeah, yeah. Ian Malcolm or like you think I haven't watched the Fly in a while. You think that's feeling dated now? What's that? The What's Fly. I haven't seen that movie in so long. It's been a long time. I haven't seen that movie since I was like. Seven in way of not shouldn't have seen that movie. <laughs> Same <laughs> should not have seen. Same, it. yeah. Golly, so funny. I think it's so funny when it comes to that kind of stuff because, like, I'm so protective of my kids, like watching stuff. Like, yeah, like we were watching, uh, my, my we were watching the Lego Batman movie over the weekend, and 
Batman's password to his computer is Iron Man sucks. <laughs> just, that's a great joke. Yeah, you know, it's right, a good right. joke. Uh, but, Jeff Arnett is a great Batman. Um, go Batman. But uh, I was in the kitchen, and Charlotte, my daughter, comes into the kitchen, and she says, Batman's password is Iron Man sucks. I'm like, okay, whoa, no, we don't say that, okay? Like, I, I, like, like I immediately, like, like, had this reaction to sucks. Then I just think about, man, at her age, I had seen Predator. I had yeah. seen The Fly. Yeah. I had, like... It's funny, like, I, maybe those were more traumatic than I experienced, <laughs> and, like, I was being ultra weird about it. Um, Yeah, Pullman's great. In, I mean, that speech. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I put him against any f- movie or TV president. Does he get reelected? Yes. With what's left Absolutely. of? Absolutely. Yeah. I would say probably. Yeah. Probably gets, I'm going to say no. You're, You're going to say, say no? no? No, I think Pullman goes like Giuliani. When we look at in that, you know, like he was like this great hero and then suddenly just gets in his own way and suddenly people are like, man, what happened to Pullman? <laughs> remember? Remember what happened to that? We used to think so highly of that guy. Yeah, right, right. Now he's standing in front of a lawn company it's doing press conferences. Just running down, down his face. <laughs> yeah, because he milks this for the rest of his political career. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I mean. We beat the aliens. Yeah. He's although although now we've got a completely different. If we if we actually take this and we try to make it real world, there are aliens. Like, they've, they've announced multiple times, hey, world, there's aliens. Nobody cares. Well, they haven't come out and said, hey, there's aliens. There's, they've just said, we don't know what this is. All right. Yeah. What do they call those? UAPs? Unidentified aerial phenomena. So, yeah. Do you think that this? Do you think the stuff that they've that they've been putting out? Do you think it's aliens or do you think it's technology that super drones? Yeah, Chinese super drones. I think it's aliens. I think it's aliens. Yeah, I want it to be aliens. So <laughs> I kind of want it to be. Yeah. Uh, I think. Most of it is technology that they have that we don't know. Yeah. And they just frame like, it as aliens because people want it to be aliens. Because I'm like, I want it to be aliens yeah. pretty bad. Pretty bad. Actually, it's probably nothing going on. They're just making a story so that we're not looking at, you know, Jizz Lane Maxwell. Um, <laughs> it's the second one in this show. Just right. So I'm just going to pretend like second you didn't do that. I'm going to pretend like you didn't do that one on purpose. Like, <laughs> I did, kind of forced it to well, a little it, bit. Yeah, you didn't even, <laughs> didn't just, even. Uh, Pullman's whole speech. You think that happens today? Unite, unite the the world. I've said think before, it it's the only thing that does unite us at this point. It's the only thing that puts our country back together. It's the only thing is alien invasion. Uh, I mean, this was during the last I can remember. Well, that's actual, how you make that's how you make the tribe, the boundary of the tribe, the stratosphere, right? You have to have something outside of the Earth's atmosphere that brings us all together and say, not in my neighborhood. My neighborhood just happens to now be the Earth. Yeah. That's what brings us At this point, though, I mean, if this were happening today, 50% of the population would say that Bill Pullman's an illegitimate president. And that who is he to even give this speech? You know, and whoever he beat would give their own speech from their own place. They're still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He would just just blame it on the other party. Yeah. Pullman and then milks this for the rest of his career. Like, you know, country has high. I know we have high inflation and we'll fight it just like we fought those aliens four years ago. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. I'm going to fight the filibuster like I fought the aliens all those years ago. Like, it'll never end. That's all he'll do. He'll be just like Rudy Giuliani was like every sentence was a noun, a verb in 9-11. Bill yeah. Pullman would be a noun, a verb in aliens. aliens. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you sorry that this didn't become a franchise? No. No. Mm-mm. Did you see the set? Did you see any of the sequels? How I many did sequels see are the there? sequel. Is there just one sequel? I think there's just one. It was real recent, though. Yeah, and Will Smith's obviously not in it. Because that, uh, that was the thing about it. Like, you guys did an Independence movie without Will Smith. That's yeah. probably why Will the movie's yeah. not smacking. Wow. 
Yeah, this movie slaps, right? Uh, uh, there you go. Um, it does not slap. So I, I know nothing about the sequel or any other Jody sequels. Jody came to the show with jokes. Lots of them. Man, he like packed them away. Yeah. It was like, yeah. okay. And you know what? He, you <laughs> can tell he's definitely, Jody's definitely got. <laughs> Which one? He, no, he's, he's not the, it's not that you've got jokes. It's just you definitely came in here with an agenda <laughs> of specific jokes you were going to tell. You're like, I don't care what we're talking about. This joke's getting told. I don't care where it comes in. You came in here with an agenda today, sir. And I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I, I like, I love the energy. I you like the you're in with a, a number two pencil and a mini mead pad. <laughs> yeah. Jody's like, over here checking off like the okay. little lines. Licking the lead just to hurt. Like, all right, so I got my second ejaculation is, is joke. It, Let's go. All right. Lisa Frank notepad with the kitties on the front. <laughs> yes. Yes. Brought out the Trapper Keeper just oh, for this movie. Man. You fellas are welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think Pullman does well. Um, yeah, I didn't see the sequel. I know nothing about it. Yeah. It was me. I saw it. I was going to click on it and watch it, and then I was like, no. So I don't even... Is, is, is Goldblum in it? Is anybody from this movie in the sequel? I think Pullman is in it. Yeah, Pullman is. Yeah. President. He's the president, so... But he's, he suffers, like, brain uh, deterioration. So, so a Biden-type... <laughs> right. President. So he's playing a Biden-type... President, but it's like twenty years in the future, right? Yeah, it's Will Smith's yeah. son now that has to carry on the banner of ah, okay, being the guy that helps kill the aliens. Well, yeah, because there's only one family that that's happened. Aliens. So that Correct. happens a lot in movies. Uh, you know, handing of the torch to the kid. It's always the kid of the character. It happens very yeah. it happens rarely in real life. You know, we never we're like, all right, uh, you know, we've got Buzz Aldrin Jr. is now going to take us to Mars. Like, you know, that doesn't happens. Unsurprisingly, be cool if it happened more often in real life. Guess so. Yeah, be tough to be this Will Smith character's kid. Like everyone, you know, everyone's like, "Hey, remember when your dad saved the world?" <laughs> like, yeah, yes, I, just want to, I remember when I, he saved the world. But I just want to be an accountant. <laughs> I just love numbers. Or, yeah, it's tough. All right. Well, boys, wait, wait. You got it. There's something I. In- I uh, enjoyed about Independence Day. Okay. Runtime. Two hours, 25 minutes. No. Yeah, two hours and 25 minutes. You get the whole movie. The last Stranger Things episode, two hour and 30 minutes long. Is stra- Wait, hold on. Is Independence, is it, was it that long? Yeah. It felt that long. It did feel that long. Yeah. Yes. But it's shorter than like a Netflix episode now. Yeah, shorter in a series. Yeah. Well, I like that we've gotten to a place where you're like, man, this movie was a brisk two hours and twenty five minutes. <laughs> right, like, right. I was only like, you're not wrong because like we get into these movies now where it's like it's okay to edit some stuff, fellas. It's okay to edit. Like the Avengers movie was like three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, two and a half. Yeah, the Stranger. You guys watch the Stranger Things? Yeah. Yeah, I just finished it uh, this week. I'm working my way through it. Maverick's the same, 225. Maverick was a brisk 225. Yeah, that one didn't feel that long. I was, I'm was actually good. surprised that it was two and a half hours. That movie still is dominating, by the way. Yeah, yeah. it's a great movie. Like it's at like a billion dollars. In, yeah. a, in a drought of movies, it's a great movie. Aren't they uh, gunning for... Uh, oh. No, it was uh, Titanic, right? Titanic's still the like record holder for inf- based on inflation. No, Avatar's number. I think is Avatar's it Avatar? okay. One, but that should have an asterisk because like when that came out, you could only see it in 3D, and tickets were only twenty bucks. Yeah, like Titanic got up there with like four dollar tickets because you went to the see. And but Maverick does have that same kind. Of, like people are not people aren't just going to see it one time. They're going a second time and a third time, and they're like, oh, you haven't seen it? I will go see it again. Same way with Titanic. I mean, right, right. I, I remember people were going to see Titanic four, five, six, seven. I mean, I don't know. I never got it. I'm like, I already know the ending. Really? Titanic was a moment. I mean, we can not talk our, we can talk our shit all you want, but Titanic, like, it's Titanic, right? I mean, it's like, it's, it's Leo, like, in his rookie contract, just, I mean, 
and K- real Jim James Cameron again James another just a James Cameron monster so, of a movie. So here's what I liked about it. So he, James Cameron likes to push the technology side of things. He likes to advance technology with his films, and Titanic was a, an example of that. So he was in, he was using technology that hadn't been used. He was doing stuff that hadn't been done before. So I really appreciated how immersive the experience was. I didn't really care about Leo and Kate Winslet. Like, I know they were the ones that were driving the traffic for most of the people and their storyline and blah, blah, blah. But I just thought that the film itself was well-crafted, and I thought the the experience was believable. Like, it, I did it, it did a really good job of immersing me into the experience. So the uh, the boyfriend or fiancé on Billy the Titanic? Zane? Yeah. Billy Zane. Yeah. He we're ended up so some he, respect on yeah, his he, name. He ended bro. up as Billy that, freaking that is Zane, Bill, that is the Phantom Billy Zane. That's what I was saying. He ended up off the ship, <laughs> frozen in ice for like that's twenty awesome. years, and then becomes the Phantom. Ooh. No, that's a great. St- if they don't, I mean, if they don't like write it in that he offs himself it, at the end of the movie, then yeah, that would have been. I mean, healing factors, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're we're going to make this no, work. No, he, well, no, no, no. He had to. He had. He had to fake his own death so he could then. Live on to be the Phantom. Yes. Yeah. Have you Maybe seen the he crazy? He have you seen factors. it's on it's it's on YouTube. Have you seen the crazy alternate ending to Titanic? No. Yeah. No. This is real. So there's They're a, both on the door. There's a no. So there's this alternate <laughs> ending where uh, Bill Paxton, R.I.P. Another Pullman and Paxton both just yeah. monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, where Paxton like they they discover the they discover that the old lady has the the eye of the Ocean or whatever it's called, heart of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, we weren't that interested. Okay. Yeah, necklace thing. The necklace, right? She find like they find out that she's got it, and they're like, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I can't believe you've had it the whole time." And she's like, "Yes, I've had it the whole time." And they and shoot her. Should have. Uh, <laughs> should have. <laughs> and then she like drops it in like a, like a hostage kind of like a thing. Like, yeah, it's very. Yeah, that movie. They, I mean, that. I mean, I love. I love that movie, but it's it's got problems. I mean, I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna get turn this into a Titanic talk real quick, but um, Titanic. Talk. You've come for Chris's Titanic talk. Rose is a horrible human being. Rose is probably the biggest villain ever in movies. Ever. Yeah. Ever. First of all. Jack could have fit on the door. That's been established. Like scientists have established <laughs> that Jack could. There was plenty of room on the door. And like it would have worked. Yeah. Second of all, how does that movie end? Right. Rose lives a whole life, married, kids, grandchildren, maybe great grandchildren. Right. Goes, dies, goes to the afterlife, and goes back to some dude that she slept with on a cruise. Her poor husband is sitting in his version of the afterlife, like waiting for his wife. Mm-hmm. Like, where's my wife? I, she's, he's, no, no, she's, she's hanging out with some dude she hooked up on a cruise. And by the way, you know what? She dies on that research boat. How much does that cost her family? Getting a corpse off a research boat, a barrier. <laughs> you know what could have helped pay for some of those costs? Selling the big ass diamond that she just dropped in the ocean. Rose is a horrible human being. Thank you for coming to Chris's Titanic. Talk. Hey, I'm just I'm here for it all the time. <laughs> all right. Anything else from uh anything else from my uh, from Independence Day that you want to cover before we uh take it to a vote? No. no. Yeah. No. All right. Where would you put uh, Grand Funk in this? Oh, George Clinton. George Clinton is <laughs> Grand Funk Railroad. Yeah, um, George Clinton, George Clinton, Clinton would have been not seen but mentioned when he's like when Will's dragging him through the thing and he's like, with your dreadlocks hanging out my parachute, could have said, with your dreadlocks hanging out my parachute like George Clinton. That would have been could have been on top of one of the buildings have, in L.A. That would have been a better addition. Yep, could have been. Yeah. At, so yeah. He could have been at a party, at one of the, the alien parties, George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic are playing on top of the yep. Nakatomi Towers. <laughs> and there's like aliens in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would have come down. It would have been a different movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Aliens would have been, yeah. You know, I do like the fact, by the way, I do like the fact that the alien, there is no motive. There's no backstory. 
There's no real, I mean, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yada, yada, yada it. Roswell, it, it's the Roswell thing. Like if this movie would have been done today, we'd have a prequel movie about the aliens motivation, why they're doing it. Well, There'd what, be a, there was a part where they talked about that, where they just, they traveled from planet to planet taking all the resources and moving on to the next planet. And that's fine. And again, yeah. but that's all you need. Yeah. Like that's yeah, all yeah. you need. Like I'm saying, if they, they I just feel like now they would have done, there'd be a Disney plus series about the aliens. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, they just delve into, so they would get way too much caught up in the lore of the, of this. And it doesn't need it. I mean, we saw that with Maverick bad guys have nukes. That's all you need to know. Okay. In a fight between predators and these aliens, predators, predators and, predators and four, Predators yeah. in four sweep. Uh, these guys versus the xenomorphs, the the aliens from the aliens movies. Who you got? Mm, xenomorphs. Xenomorphs. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. yeah. They don't have a whole lot of apparently the telekinesis part. If they can get their dreads on them, maybe they would have a chance. But otherwise, now. Yeah. So the aliens aren't. They don't really match up to some of our. I mean, the predator alien. I mean, that's it's got to be your. It's got to be the one seed. Yeah, yeah. Predator Alien for sure. Because they actually, uh, speaking of lore, like Predator Aliens actually bred the Xenomorphs to hunt. Mm-hmm. And so they were... Where's that at? Is that right. some like comic book stuff yeah, or something? Yeah. Okay. It's No, it's even in... Is it in the newer movies like Requiem and stuff? Yeah, okay. I'm trying to yeah. think. Which one it is? Oh, the but, okay, but the AVP, the AVP right? movies—that's a different. It might be the one. Yeah. That's like a different. That's over there. Like AV, you have, you, no. Yeah, no. You have the Alien movies. You have the Predator movies, and then you have the AVP movies. Those are like there is a weird. It, it, it is a universe. There's a whole Alien yeah. Predator universe that's been. And there, I mean, comics was, yeah, where a lot of the stuff started. I'm just. I like that's that's over there. You've got the you've got the predator, the first predator movie in a box, and you don't want it to go beyond the box. You want it no, to no, I like I like because I like the second predator. I like the second predator movie. Danny. Donald Glover or Danny Glover, yeah. Donald Glover would have been good yeah. too, but no, Danny Glover fighting a voodoo Jamaican, a voodoo Jamaican gang, yeah, and a predator. Yeah, it's it's not bad. <laughs> um, and in that movie, at the end, spoiler alert for Predator 2, but Danny Glover goes up to, like, the Predator ship, mm-hmm. and he fights the Predator. And then, like, then suddenly, like, there's all these other Predators that were in the room, and you see all different types. And in that scene, there is a xenomorph skull hanging mm-hmm. up on the wall. So I'm open to the fact that the two movies, but, like... Well, it's just how it is. They just, but those two movies feel very different. The two Alien versus Predator movies feel very different than the other films. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they, what, 20 years later? The first AVP is like mid 2000s. Yeah. So, movie, I think probably the biggest thing I take away from Independence Day is that movie making as a whole has just changed. Yes. From that time until now, it'd be the same way with the early predators versus what they're trying to do with aliens and AVP and predator now. Well, yeah, I think that like, well, it's interesting how like sometimes like you made the, you made the point today and I I agree that it is a lot of, uh, it's not a lot of CGI. It is a lot of your standard special effects and stuff, but it does look really dated, but there are other movies that do practical effects but it's not hunt. just the effects, though. It's also the cadence. Like, they follow the same cadence with each of these movies. Yeah. So, so what movie... So, is this a... What kind of movie is this? Is this like... Because there's part of it that is sort of like that disaster porn movies that we... Like, yeah. two, like yeah. 2012. Like, you yeah, know... Right. Yep. Pre-9-11. It's definitely pre-9-11. Because, like, this went away mm-hmm. for a while. Like, we didn't know if it was okay to blow up buildings and movies anymore because we all watched it happen in real life. Like suddenly, yeah. like I remember, like there was, there was. I remember again. I, I might be misremembering this, but I do remember there was even talk about like editing the editing out the out edit, yeah. or no, but editing out in this movie, editing out the White House destruction oh, okay. on a on sh- like right after nine eleven. Like, do we need to be seeing that? Like, you know, because there was that whole like we're going to take the twin towers out of things. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So is this a disaster movie? Is it a 
is it sci-fi? I mean, obviously it's sci-fi, but I think it's a little. Like if bit you were to both. throw this into a, if you were to like put this into a category of movie, what would you put it in? It'd be in the same category as like an Armageddon. Yeah, so a disaster movie technically. Yeah. It, now, is this the one that kind of spawned those that whole time period of disaster movies? That you know, what day after tomorrow, where it becomes like an ice cube all over the world and. Is, is this the first one of those types of movies? I'm trying to think. Kind of spawn that? I know Mars Attacks came after this, which was like the spoof of, of this. Well, you've always had, like they, I remember like in the 70s, they had those airport movies, mm-hmm. like Airport 76, and then they made the airplane movies making fun of those. So there's always right, right, been right. that kind of like, um, but in terms of like for our lifetime and like that period, I got to think it's, that was a big thing. Oh man, in this movie, they blow up the White House. It's crazy. Um, 2012 was another one where, where they. Which one had John Cusack? Uh, I don't. I don't. I, I never saw 2012. That's funny. I just punched in 90s disaster movies. The very first one that comes up. Independence Day. Independence Day. Volcano. That was Volcano, one. Uh, Dante's Deep Impact. Pe- Deep Impact. Twister was 96. Uh, Twister was Daylight, Twister 96. rules. Uh, wasn't Daylight Sylvester Stallone where they get trapped yeah, in the tunnel? Yeah, sure was. Yeah. Uh, Dante's Peak. Yeah. Air Force One. That was, yeah, uh, I just saw that. 97. Yeah, Dante's Peak was great. Get off my plane. Armageddon 90. Okay, Harrison Ford's president or Bill Pullman's president? Oh, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Really? Yeah. Is there any other movie president you'd like to have at the helm when aliens attack than Bill Pullman? Dave. Dave. (laughs) Kevin Kline. (laughs) I'm not even supposed to be here. Um, Michael Douglas. What was he president? Oh, the American president? Yeah. Or John Travolta. Martin, I, it's TV, but Martin Sheen. Who's the uh, Who's the guy that played Abe Lincoln and Abe Link, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Daniel Day Hunter. Lewis. Oh, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I want that guy. I was like, <laughs> Daniel because Lewis. you know he'll be able to kill some aliens. I never did see that. Did you guys? You saw it? You I did. It? Yeah. Fun concept. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln is actually a vampire hunter. It's fun. All right. It's time to vote. I kind of feel like I know where this one's going. It's another plaque loss, but we'll see how it goes. Jody. It's a no. Stefan. Negatory. Yeah, I'm a no, too. I, you know, this is a fun kind of holiday topical episode, but this doesn't hold up. There are. Yeah. We're going to slap this one down. There are other movies that. We're going to slap this one down. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, there are other movies that do the same thing, but do it better. Yeah. Like in a world where like Armageddon exists, like this movie, because I mean, I think that movie hits all of the same beats mm-hmm. almost, you know, about it. it's just it's a better movie. What was the other one? Uh, came out right around Armageddon, and it was Deep also. Impact? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Deep yeah. Impact. Like one it came the, right after. Yeah, so everybody whole, thought it was like a spoof. Well, no, but there, yeah, it's that twin movie phenomenon that yeah. happens where it's like one studio has we've got a movie where an asteroid sounds like, oh, well, ours is a comet. It's different. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, and uh, like Disney did A Bug's Life and then mm-hmm. DreamWorks did Ants yep. the exact same summer. And it's like, no, ours is different. It's uh, it, it's Ants. <laughs> so is theirs, but whatever. Yep. Um, all right, well, yeah, not a real surprise there. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not going to take this loss as hard as I took Shogun Assassin, but um, understandable. I don't think I've taken any loss more than a, harder than I took Shogun Assassin. And my father died two years ago, so that just tells you how much that movie meant to me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <sighs> Ooh. Unpack that one. Yeah, and, and, and uh, you you two delivered that pain. So think about that. With that said, <laughs> thank you all for listening. I'm Chris Plack. With me, Jody, Stefan, Brian on the ones and twos. We are the Freedom Cats. Yeah. Yeah.